All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Picayune Post Game Podcast. I'm David Burnett following a 49-7 to victory over Pearl River Central. Um, as far as stat-wise, Slick's trying to get the computer ready for me to go over some stats. We'll, we'll hit it real quick. Uh, I know uh, the game went by pretty quick in the second half, so it wasn't much to talk about. But scoring-wise, for first half, Picayune just dominated 42 to nothing. I mean, they strictly dominated the whole game. Um, talking to the coaches and some of them, and I mean, they felt like it. You know, they gave up the seven points, um, but to, in, in their mind, it was still a, a it was still a shutout. We just I'm just going to run through the rushing numbers real quick. Dante Dado had nine rushes for 228 yards and three touchdowns. Guys, that's a 25.3 average per carry. Chris Smith, Chris Davis, I'm sorry, had four carries, 63 yards and a touchdown. 15.8 yards a carry. So that just keeps his yards, yard average up above that 10 mark as he had all of last year. Darnell had only four carries, but he only got 10 yards, but he ended up getting two short touchdowns. He also had one reception for three yards. Naki Ratcliffe had two carries for 60 yards. One of them was a real long touchdown run, which I got on uh, Twitter. I was, I was happy to get um, Naki, I'm talking to him. I interviewed him one game. I know how much he really, really wanted to uh, run the ball a little more. So he did get two carries, and one of them was a long touchdown run. Big play from Chris Davis right before the half. He had a 45-yard punt return for a touchdown. And then uh, Dylan Mars got a catch in the game, one catch for 11 yards. As far as backups, we don't really have a lot of stats on those. We had a lot of kids come in and rush late on. So Slick. I asked Coach, Coach Stogner, he, it's in this interview about, I was pleased with how well, well, I even mentioned it at halftime, how well they played and how hard they played, even though the score got kind of out of hand. Yeah, no, I, I thought they came out and played hard. The focus, the intensity was good. And you mentioned some of those numbers, man. Like, I, I think when you go back and look at this film, we knew Dante was going to do what he did tonight. We knew that Chris was going to have a big game. But that Nike Ratcliffe run, all that uh, physicality that he brings and has, we, we, you know, we always talk about that. He had a linebacker that, that met him, Clay, and he, I mean, uh, David, he met him high. And you can't meet Nike high like that. And he bounced off of that. And, and broke that. It was, to me, probably one of the, the prettier plays of the night. So it was really nice. And I, I think there was probably a few more yards in there. That last drive, Darrell had a few more yards. It probably didn't get counted on my stat sheet, but the, the, the clock was hot. Uh, the the post-game stuff was hot as well on the field. So we, we, we went ahead and made the, the computer hot, too. I closed it up early. Yeah, it was a real quick second half. I don't blame you there, Slick. Uh, if you hear the bands playing, Picayune's already left the field. And the bands are still playing. It's pretty cool. They're playing back and forth. It's Picayune bands playing right now. Uh, and PRC band will play as soon as they stop, I bet. So uh, kind of a cool little thing. They're having fun out here uh, going back and forth, playing against each other. Clay, your assessment, I just asked Slick about how hard the guys played this first, you know, the first half, even though, especially on defense, even though the game kind of got out of hand early. Um, what? How would you take this game? I know, I, th I think it kind of went exactly how we kind of thought it would go, but you weren't, you're never sure, you know, we just kind of had those thoughts. Your assessment on this game? Yeah, I was impressed with both stats, really, because you've got one on one side, one on the other when you look at an 0-3 facing a 4-0, but both stats, to me, got their kids to really play it to all zeros. They got good effort out of uh, each set of kids. 
Um, I think Picune was really, really sharp through the first half, which was something I was kind of looking for. Would they let guard down? Would there be pre-snap junk? Would there be holds? Would there be this and that? But I thought they played really clean and sharp, good football. And then on the other side, I was impressed with Coach Owen and his staff getting his team to continue to play, continue to play. You've got young kids, you try to get them to put blinders on, not see the scoreboard, and then they bust a big play, break the shutout. Uh, Russell, a freshman quarterback, has got a really good frame. You can see flashes of, of what he's potentially gonna be, but man, all in all, a dominant win for the Picayune Maroon Tide. You come on the road against a rival, you do just what you need to do. You run your record out to 5-0, and 1-0, and and district play. So. To me, it was just what the doctor ordered tonight. Yeah, you know, I really wouldn't consider this had been a trap game. I didn't think that Picayune probably came in here with, with much of a chance to lose, which there's always that possibility. But they did have a chance to play bad, and they didn't do it. So, like, I think they came in and played extremely well. They put on a show, and that's what you expect from the defending 5A champs to come in. And they, they didn't play down to the competition. And I know we didn't – We if you go back and listen to our previous show, and we did a uh, – this week we had a roundtable discussion talking about the thing. One thing we didn't touch on, we kind of kept it long, but I'm going to hit on it now because, I mean, really, what else? I don't really know what else we could talk about this game. But let's hit on some things that uh, – take a picture of that. But one thing we want to hit on about the, uh, the, the family thing, okay? I, I graduated from PRC. My kids went to Picayune. So this – you could see it in the game like some of these kids would get hit hard and they would just they would clap up it was no not a lot of mouth talking from picayune in this game which i was really pleased to see i mean they obviously they did all their talking on the field but slick you played at picayune your daughter goes to prc clay you went to picayune you married someone that graduated from prc darren went to prc and his son plays for picayune so it's a it's a it's a, it's a cool aspect that gets him uh, brought into this game and I bring this up, and really one of the points I want to bring up is I interviewed Coach Tusi, and you got to listen to the interview. It's it's really, really I, – I got a great nugget out of him. Clay, Clay knew about it. I didn't – I mean, as long as I've been around her, I didn't know about it. So I'm not going to tell you about it now. I want you to listen to the interview. But uh, Coach Tusi, which is Ja'Cory Poole, played for Picayune. They won a state championship the following year. They came back and won here at PRC 21-20. to So we talk about that. He had a big play in that game. But one thing I want to ask you, Slick, about this, and I asked Coach Tusi about it. He was all part of that team that went undefeated, went undefeated the year after they won it. And I asked him, how do you keep these kids home? I mean, how do you keep their head from go, you know, getting too far ahead? What would you say to this group to try to keep them on the path? I know Coach Steiner, every time we interview, it's 1-0, 1-0, 1-0. But kids don't listen. I mean, they listen, but sometimes they don't. But, I mean, what does Picky need to do to keep this track of 1-0? I think it's going to be consistency, right? And when you talk about even these these teams that, you know, they're they're going and they're they're playing in a Super Bowl, right? And it's a, it's all these distractions or these playoff teams. You have all these things that you deal with. The one thing that, that good head coaches say is we try to keep our, our, our routine the same. Our schedule is exactly the same. We get up the same time. We practice the same time. We eat our dinner at the same time. Everything's on par. So I think for Picayune, everything they're doing now practice-wise, the way that they practice for the state championship game should be the way they practice this week against PRC. So consistency is going to keep that iron sharp. You start changing things up and, well, I think we can take this one. I'm going to give you guys the day off. Now we start changing things a little bit, right? So as long as you keep practicing 
like you're practicing, you should come out and play the same. Uh, we shouldn't see any any dull edges out here. Well, it looks like we're going to end up playing a 4-0 Van Cleve team, which we kind of thought that would happen. So next week should good. Darren stepped up here. I wanted to ask him one thing, Darren. I know you wasn't planning on getting on the podcast tonight. You played here. I just mentioned that. Your son plays for Picayune and got to play on the field that you played on, grew up on. How special is that to see your son here at VRC? I know I called you all at the moment, but I wanted to get a live reaction to this. How does that feel to see your son out here where you played? Oh, man, it, it, it's a blessing to see him out here playing. You know, playing with Picayune, I, I, I didn't foresee that in the future. I always thought he would be a Blue Devil. Uh, but, uh, man, I couldn't ask for anything better with him on the Picayune sideline. They've been nothing but good to me and my family and, and, and taking in Canaan. And, uh, boy, it, 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 it's, uh, it's really kind of, it's kind of, you know, it, it's touching, really. I mean, if you think about it, all the, all the blood, sweat, and if I, if I talk, I'm going to get emotional. But it is, uh, man, it, it, was, it was cool, man, to see that. He looked good at center tonight. He got a big guy in front of him. Looked really good at center tonight. Um, really, really nice to see. And I, I'll just, I'll, I'll kind of wrap up my part on this, Dave. You know, we, we've talked about this rivalry. Coach Lee comes in. Um, we started the, the first time we'd beat PRC in a long time was my sophomore year. That was Darren's senior year. I'm over there. He's over here. Uh, good, outstanding football player for the for the Blue Devils. And if you if you look at kind of the path that these two teams have been on together, man, I know this rivalry doesn't mean a lot to these kids that it, like it used to mean to us. I mean, you wouldn't dare bring a PRC girl home, right? If you're if you're Clay back in those days. But things are a little bit different now. But it was kind of almost a storybook setting when you when you consider that our first state championship since 1986, 2011, we had to go through PRC South State to, to get that state championship title run. So it's uh it's kind of cool, man. It's always going to be special um, these, these times that Darren talks about and getting out here, man. It smells the same way it did in '99 when I was out here. Um, kind of looks the same. So it's uh it's very nostalgic. Uh, we always pull for our. Our, our, our buddies band down the road here and um, I think they got a good nucleus man half the team sophomores freshman quarterback uh, if they can stay together man they might can do some good things yep so that's going to be it I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot Darren but I, I wanted to get that I told Slick all week I said man I'm gonna ask Darren if he gets on the podcast about that I want that live reaction and uh it's good to see the excitement from you uh and as someone that had a had a daughter and son that played sports uh Man, it, the nerves you get from watching them is way more than you ever got when you played. So uh, it's fun to watch, and we're gonna we're gonna enjoy covering that part as we continue our podcast coverage and our live coverage here for Picky and Maroon Tide. And uh, that's gonna do it. Tide take this one 49 to seven. We're gonna be traveling to Van Cleve next week. So uh, get you get your gas in your gas up the trucks and let's go and let's make a big crowd there for. Uh, looks like it's gonna be. Uh, two teams that are undefeated playing next week. So thanks everyone for listening on the MixLR app to uh, Slick and Clay as uh, Clay calls a great game and uh, man does an awesome job for us here for the Talking Ball Y'all Media Group. And uh, thanks, guys. thanks guys. Bank with your hometown bank, FNB Picune Bank. With four branches in Picune, a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in the Kiel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces, offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank.
Since 2017, Cruz Law Firm has provided a variety of legal services to their clients in South Mississippi. Their team will work hard for you to get the results that you need. You'll always be given the utmost respect and your case will be treated with the priority that it deserves. Cruz Law Firm works with the security title and is a member of the American Land Title Association. They have two locations to serve you at 1016 6th Avenue in Picayune and 300 Highway 11 Suite 4 in Poplarville, or you can give them a call at 769-242-2500. All right, I'm here with uh, secondary coach Ja'Cory Poole. We call him Coach Tusi. Congrats on the win, Coach. Got a 49-7 victory over PRC. Man, the, the secondary hasn't been tested much this year against Gulfport, but I, I just want you to touch on some of the guys you got back there. Um, didn't, they didn't really see much action. We did get an interception late in the game uh, from somebody that was uh, – I can't remember who actually had it, but uh, who's that? Demarius. Oh, Demarius McGee. That's right, Demarius McGee had it. So uh, touch on some of your guys in the secondary, Coach. Okay, um, you got Chris Davis. Uh, he's um, probably one of the biggest athletes in the secondary. You got uh, Josiah Conti, uh, the best – one of our – best and fastest uh, guy in the secondary. You got Nike, the best lockdown corner in the state. Um, you got uh, Nunu, we call, we call him Nunu. Hard, hardest hit on the team in my in my uh, terms. You have Demarius, we got the interception in the fourth quarter. You have Christian James, you have Tyron, Tyron, tallest, tallest yeah. kid on the team, 6'4". <laughs> yeah, he's come along. Oh, we, we talked about I don't know if you listen to the podcast much, Coach, but we talked about him a little bit. He had some uh, – was at Gulfport where he had some pass breakups, mm -hmm. and we were like, man, I think they're going to start fighting for him to play more defense because he looks pretty good. Yeah, they're they trying to take him from you know, – from, uh, they're trying to use him on offense, but I, I can't I can't let him have him. Yeah, I need, I, need him on, I need him in the secondary. Well, Coach uh, – this game was kind of a uh, – it was kind of over in the first half, but we were talking about when you were here yeah. and blocked a kick. <laughs> and we ended up winning 21 to uh, 20 yes, on a half-pack pass, I think, from Preston Dito. Yeah. Um, talk about playing here that year. I mean, y'all had, had a style team. And uh, talk about that moment back in uh, what year? I can't – was that you, you was a junior? Senior, senior. senior, your senior year. Well, I give I give my I give Tyler the business because if he would have blocked me, it probably would have uh, it would probably tied up twenty one twenty one. Oh wow, wow! Wait, I didn't even know that. So yeah. so Coach, Coach, Tyler Coach Tyler was supposed to, was supposed to block it. To block me. Oh my God! Coach I'm so Tyler, glad we're talking about if this. Coach Tyler would have blocked me. They would have scored. They would have uh, uh, made an extra point. Yeah, and so another thing, Coach, you were part of that group that went and won a state championship. Mm -hmm. And we heard it. I, w I was helping out the following year, the year of, of the uh, half, the one you blocked the kick. That was the first year I helped out when I was coaching junior high. But I, I just want you to touch on y'all where everyone told y'all y'all wanted a year early, that y'all were just going to repeat. Well, you got a group of kids that are, are living that over again. So how do you think that – do you think having you here and some of the other guys that come around the program that live that is going to help this group? Maybe keep their minds straight on not getting too far ahead. Right. Yeah. Right. We try. We try to keep them humble every day, so they won't get the big head and be like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna repeat. We're gonna repeat." But we gotta take it a game at a time, and make sure that uh, we keep stay focused and, and 
next week it's gonna be uh it's gonna be back zero zero yeah coach i'm glad i interviewed you because now i got a nugget to share with tyler i'm gonna rag him all the time because he's always on me about these little debbies i had to bring him some today yeah. but uh now that i know he's supposed to block you that makes it so much better if he, so the, if he would have blocked me no telling how the game would have turned out yeah that was a close that was a nail biter i remember i i, I can see preston throwing that pass right and 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 that what won the game um and y'all had a very good team. And then what's crazy about that is if everything would have played out and we would have beat, been at, beat past Goulin playoff, Mike would have played PRC in South State two years in a row. We had played them the year before. So pretty good uh, story right there. And uh, next time I interview Coach Tyler, I'm going to hit him with that. So uh, congrats on the win, Coach, and good luck against uh, Van Cleve next week. Thank you, thank you. It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance. The local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. If you're shopping for car, home, or life insurance in the Popleville area, call Kate Amaker at 601-795-4585. Or if you're in the Picayune Carrier area, call Robert Hester, Lane Kazan, or me, Ross Gilbo, at 601-798-2861. And go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. Ready for faster internet and better service? Of course you are. And that's exactly what you'll get with Coast Connect. Coast Connect gives you blazing speed for faster downloads, streaming video, gaming, or working from home. And it's backed by top shelf service from local people you know and trust. Why wait? Get the speed you need with the service you deserve. Sign up today at coastconnect.com. Coast Connect, powered by Coast Electric. All right, Coach, we've, I got Coach Steiner following a 49-7 victory over PRC. Coach, I really like the – I mean, the game went kind of what I expect. I, don't, I know you, you, your coach, you don't see it the same way as uh, I do as a fan and uh, someone covers it. But uh, one thing I want to touch on, I'm not going to keep you long, is I was impressed with how hard your guys played. I mean, the game got, got out of hand early, but you couldn't tell that with the intensity that your guys played with. Well, and that's what's something we talk about all the time. You know, we got to play every play. I like guess the only play that matters, like, and you never know, it could be your last play. So I think the guys have bought into that, you know, realization that you know, they got to play as hard as they can every play. Because, you know, if you don't, that's when things bad things happen. Bad things like, you know, you can give up a touchdown or even get injured. So, you know, we, we, we enforce it every day. You know, it's not just something on Friday nights. It's, it's hard on Monday. We're going to talk about every rep matters. It could be your last rep, so make it matter. Yeah, and I, the last score I had, Coach, was Van Cleve was beating Long Beach uh, pretty good. So, looks like we'll have two unbeatens. Van Cleve looks much improved this year. Uh, they lost Dayon Bilbo, but the kid that got back there has been running. I don't know how much you've, you've gotten to see of Van Cleve as you were preparing for the Blue Devils, but I'm sure you all watch a good bit of film Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're going to work on us as well. You know, we got to focus on us. There's a lot of things that we can still get better at. But, you know, our defense is hungry. We gave up a lot of points to them last year. So, you know, we're going to have a good game plan for them. And it's going to be a tough, hard-fought game. It's, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a nail-biter. So, as we come out and play picking football, I like our chances. Well, Coach, good. Uh, congrats on the win today. Good luck next week against Van Cleve as we make our longest trip of the year as we travel to Van Cleve. So, uh, everyone, pack your uh, bags and let's travel to Van Cleve next week. Thanks, Coach. Yes, sir. Roll time.